welcome back to I Need to Talk About It. We're so glad you're here again, and I'm so excited to be here. I'm Aubrey Mack. I'm Kimberly Mick. And we have so much to say already. So much we need to talk about already. It's (laughs) true. So welcome to episode three. We are talking about Twilight by Stephanie Meyer, chapters 11 through 15. Yes. And ooh, bit of housekeeping and just kind of exciting note. Today... As we're recording, as we're talking right now, is the day that Midnight Sun was released. And it just came in the mail downstairs. I have it on my nightstand right now. I could poop myself. I'm so excited (laughs) about it. We're trying to determine when do we talk about this book? Like, when do we read and talk about it? Do we really have to wait till the end of all the books? Or what do we do? I don't know. I say let's take it as we go. The good news is... Uh, there's so much to dig into with Twilight, and this is all just from Edward's perspective, and I just literally cannot wait. So excited. So anyway, happy International Twilight Day, if this isn't already called that. That's what it will um, be. Yeah. Obviously, this is being released later, but it doesn't matter. I'm feeling excited now. (laughs) Everyone should get a copy of Midnight Sun. Yes. Be completely ready to read this. Because we're going to talk about it. We're going to need to talk about it. Uh, yeah, I already need to talk about it. Nothing's even... I haven't read a single page and I already need to talk about it. Um, goodness. Let's dive in. Let's dive we in. Have so much to say. Mm. Um, real quick, once again, yeah, Aubrey Mack, hello. Uh, I work in human resources. Um, I actually had a really tough day. A um, couple people cried on the phone to me. So <laughs> this is bringing me life. <laughs> And part of the reason I think why the Twilight Renaissance is such a wonderful, amazing thing is just it's this warm hug of nostalgia that is completely taking out of my day job and just Mm. completely like minimizing the stress that's happening. And I'm just I'm just thrilled to be here. Mm. That's me. And yeah, I'm Kimberly Mick and I'm a teacher, but it's summer vacation right now. So I'm at the opposite end. I've just been sitting (laughs) in my house today. Maybe ran a couple errands. I can't really remember. All oh the days God. blended together. But yeah, I, uh, I'm i a teacher in the midst of COVID-19, which means that like, yeah, today I got a bunch of calendar invites to be on a bunch of committees for my new school that I just moved to that I don't know anyone at um, to like tell everybody what to do when we come back to school. And I don't know what to do. (laughs) I haven't been keeping track of anything. I'm just trying to roll with the punches. So this book is like, yeah, it's kind of like an out-of-body experience. I get to read it and just really like tap into a simpler time, a simpler Mm -hmm. place in my mind uh, where I can just be obsessed with Edward and just enjoy that and be outraged with Bella and enjoy that feeling. And um, so I'm enjoying that. It's really, really, it's a wonderful break from everything. It's capitalizing on my freedom this summer yes I love that so much I love that we're doing this and I love that you said it's like uh getting that base level of your mind it's literally it's literally like the id coming out (laughs) (laughs) yes it is like it am I using that right yeah I think so okay yeah I'm not I'm kind of dumb um, I think it is. If if we're wrong, then if there's a way to comment, comment. Comment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, let's dive into this. Chapter 11. Let's do this. Yeah, so chapter 11. Um, yeah, quick summary of chapter 11. Basically, we get more high school dating vibes. Ugh. And it is 
beautiful and wonderful and amazing. I love it so much. So it, um, we basically start and it's movie day in biology and, um, Edward and Bella are kind of, you know, they're finally talking, uh, frankly for the first time, like she knows he's a vampire. He knows she knows she's a vampire and they're talking about it. Great. Cool. Awesome. Edward's like, let's be boyfriend and girlfriend. And she's like, for the sake of labels. She's like, I don't know this. We'll get more of that later too. We'll get a lot more of that later. But yeah, it's it's definitely it I feel like Edward's age is coming out in this a little yes. bit too. And that comes out a little bit later where yes. we talk explicitly about that. But I'm Edward's definitely not a seventeen year old high schooler. No. That is very clear. <laughs> and um the fact that he's not a seventeen year old high schooler, he's very quick to be like hey, like, are you going to tell people, like, what are you going to tell people about us? What are we doing? And she's just freaking the hell out because she's never had a boyfriend before. She's a 17-year-old child. (laughs) So, movie day in biology. I want to touch him. (laughs) (laughs) She is just so, they're sitting next to each other in biology and she is just so distracted. Literally. At how close they're sitting and she describes it as like an electric current. Classic. Electricity, baby. (laughs) Running through their bodies and she is just like, oh, it's just that she, they're not even touching. Nothing is even happening. They're just sitting next to each other. Dancing at each other. And Bella is losing her mind. And I'm not going to lie, it's really like leaning into that Victorian, like, very kind of puritanical, like, I can't touch, like, it's forbidden, but, like, you know what? That's what makes it spicy, and that's why it's working. (laughs) So begins the spiciness of the no touch. Oh, amazing. (laughs) Oh, my word. It's all about what's around It's too real, too, because, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, Edward's like, we should date, and it's very clear. In my time in high school, it was like... We haven't talked about dating at all or anything, but I'm so attracted to them. It's dark watching a movie. I just want to touch their face. Yeah. (laughs) Please. Let me put my face in your face. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. So that's happening. Um, Then, you know, they go about their day. They're going to their other classes. And Bella is, like, really hating the fact that Edward can read everybody's minds. She's so angry with him. She's very... It's not like he can help it. Like... He just, so imagine you can read minds and you just walk into a room and suddenly like you're surrounded by all of this teen hormones, angst, oh my gosh. probably depression, anxiety, Nightmare everything. And it's just like so loud in his head and Bella's just like, so can you not? Like, can you can stop? You, yeah, can we not? Don't. And also he can't read her mind, right? Oh yeah. So even if you are hundred year old vampire or something, you're gonna want to know what the person you care about is thinking about. And when they're a terrible communicator like Bella, he has to read the people's minds around her. Yeah, apparently, that's to find out way... how she feels about him. Exactly, that's the only way he's getting any information. So he's like, "Oh yeah, so uh, you think this?" And she's like, "What the hell? <laughs> you can't know that!" And she's like, "Stop it!" And she's freaking out and like running away from him and like fighting with him. Oh my him. god, yeah, and that was weird. He's like. You're being a child. Like, you won't tell me what you think about me, so I have to do that. And she's like, I'm so pissed at you. Yeah, she's just throwing a fit like a a toddler. Ridiculous. Um, Yeah, hate that. Um, But despite that, the questions are still happening. They're still getting to know each other more. Um, You know, he's driving her home. Right. He's just being like, what I wanted in a high school boyfriend. Oh my gosh, yes. Like, so he's, you know, they're just going about it. So he ends up driving her home, and um, 
they just stay in his car and they're just talking for hours. Once again, high school dating vibes. When Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, nothing else is happening. We are two kids experiencing love for the first time. I'm Mm -hmm. just going to sit in your car forever and lose track of time and we're just going to talk. And then... We get the title of the book. <laughs> Twilight. Twilight happens. And it's in the worst, stupidest, unexplained way. I don't understand the science it's, behind it. It's just kind of thrown in because Edward's like, oh, it's Twilight now. The safest time of day. I really don't understand what he He doesn't means explain by it. That. He doesn't talk about like lighting or anything. He's just like, no. it's the safest time of day. And I was like, why? Why? Because like people are going home so you can go hunt I think it I think it's got something to do with um with glitter skin oh I mean I guess but like what if the sun's out and it's twilight I don't understand like twilight in the winter I'm not sure it's it's a nightmare introduction of the title it is I would have preferred something cheesier and more blatant than totally. what just happened. I would have lapped that shit up with a spoon (laughs) if it were blatant but I I was just confused I was like you're just saying Twilight. Yeah, I was like, maybe just don't even include it. Just let it be a cool title of books, you know? It's yeah, fine. That would be that <laughs> I don't. Would be I don't fine need this line me. from Edward, thanks. No, no, it's oh true. My gosh. So everything's fine and dandy. Yeah. Sitting in the car. It's Twilight. <laughs> and then um, they're making uh, Saturday plans. Oh, yeah. Because they were like, all right, so we talked about going to Seattle, but like now that we're actually a thing, Edward's like, hey, how about I take you to one of my favorite places to go when the weather's nice? Since yeah. the weather's going to be nice. She's like, my god yeah okay yeah. and so as they're making saturday plans um edward all of a sudden is like oh uh gotta go uh there's been a complication complication been used throughout this entire chapter yep. she's called stupid things complications like my boyfriend touched my face what a complication <laughs> what, that, what does that mean <laughs> uh you I, wanted to touch him i just saw him after class complication <laughs> Why? The whole chapter is called complication, by the way. It's a mess. Why, why but then she... he uses it, it like, so he says that and I'm like, oh God, don't let it be like something stupid, like I'm attracted to your smell or something. Mm. But there's a reason. Why? What is there the is complication? Reason. The reason is Billy and Jacob Black come <gasps> around the corner. Rolling up. Rolling up to Charlie's house. <laughs> and um, Billy is giving Mr. Cullen here the stank eye. Yeah, crazy eyes and flaring nostrils, yeah. as he's described. I I can't, I wish I could draw for you the image that was in my mind. <laughs> he was straight up insane. Yeah, he like livid from the get-go. And yeah. Bella's just kind of like, okay, this is a thing. Right. So yeah, we don't know what's going on. But this is the introduction of an actual true complication. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. And also, just a side note, she immediately remembers Billy Black and his voice from her childhood, and all the memories come flooding back that she forgot when she saw Jacob at the beach. Um, and when she also was talking to her dad in, like, the first chapter, where he's like, you remember Billy Black? And she's like, fuck no. <laughs> she's like, I try to suppress painful memories. I drew enough tantrums by the time I was 12 so that I didn't have to see him anymore. I don't, like, poor, what, what is this kind, gentle soul ever done to you? Oh my gosh, it's so, so horrible. So that whole it's scene, I was up. like... I, you don't deserve their presence. You need to just no. leave. Yeah. Go walk into the forest and die. <laughs> <laughs> Go have a mood in the woods and die. <laughs> yes. Oh tell tell me about chapter 12. <laughs> okay, chapter 12. Um, Jacob and Billy come inside. Apparently, Billy and Charlie are having kind of a reconciliation moment in the background where 
Um, Charlie has been in a champion for the Collins. It's blatant. Jacob tells so, Bella they were fighting because your dad fought for the Collins mm-hmm. and my dad thinks that they're trouble. And right. I'm like, this is the point where you go, oh, my dad will be fine with me dating Edward. Yeah. I should probably tell him like Edward's right? asking me to. He'll be hyped because right. he says that they're great kids. Mm-hmm. So what's the complication? But no. So. Oh, Lord in heaven. So they're having a reconciliation. They're like watching the game. And Jacob is lingering in the kitchen with her. She's making some nasty food. And basically, <laughs> she, do you remember she's just she making was grilled making? cheese, but I just oh. imagine it being really gross. Like, I'm like, anything Bella puts her hands to is going to be nasty. It's probably got like tomatoes in it or something oh, freaking geez. weird. I mean, doesn't ham and oh my God. something else. I'm going to throw up. People do that. It's really gross. Don't, don't if you do that, that I, I don't want to ever meet you. <laughs> You can listen. I just don't want to meet you. <laughs> I don't want to know you're there. Uh, so basically, Jacob is trying to talk with her, and she's being an ass. And so my brain was just like, Jacob needs to stop trying with this hoe and be free. It's true. Because Jacob at this point is, he's 15? He's just a little baby 15-year-old. Yeah. He has so much more life sweetie. ahead of him. He's just innocent, you know, little little guy. Oh, my gosh. Just living his life. Yeah, he's he's he really doesn't in for need a this. Villa. Yeah, like there's a little side note that I made that like Jacob says that he still needs parts for his car, mm-hmm. like in general, and Bella's response is, "Sorry, I haven't seen any." <laughs> but parts? The banter. For a car. <laughs> and then she's like, well, "What are you looking for?" And he says, "What like a master cylinder?" And she's like, "Yeah, uh, I don't speak car and driver or something stupid." And I'm like. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, you can just name the make and model of every freaking car in every parking lot, but you don't you don't understand anything about cars. You haven't seen any. I don't understand you. Yeah, she doesn't... It's uh, Meyer's fault. It's Meyer's own weird car fetish. It totally is. Bella's really not the brightest bulb in the bunch. No, no. So, um, yeah, so then the, the, uh, Billy and Jacob leave, and Bella's like, just hyped to see edward again she's Mm. like where is he um then i believe it's another day of school Mm -hmm. edward picks her up again i think it's friday at this point so it's friday and she's super excited because the next day is the day (laughs) so friday is hype um bella's upset because edward and his questioning he's also talking about how she's unlike anyone he's ever known before and and Mm. talking about her fascinating brain which is really funny um (laughs) and her fascinating life and outlook on life and she's like mad because she says he talks about her like a science experiment which is very interesting because i Mm. would agree he probably does talk to her like she's an experiment but i feel like that's as much like that's the biggest compliment she should probably receive like I mean, yeah. To be an experiment for observation would probably be the highest level of compliment for Bella she deserves. Also, like she doesn't coming deserve from, to be loved. She, <laughs> it's also coming from a vampire, right? So, who's been how living for however long? Right. First person he's encountered like her, uh, yeah, and who has loved him. Shit. He's been around the block, and he meets her, takes an interest in her, yeah, and all his years of existence, yeah. Is like, you know what? You. I'm picking you. And she's like, but why? Please, yeah, please, and so please don't. are we. Like, yeah. Why though? Why? <laughs> I'll never get over it. Um, Edward, no. I am still available if you're... No, I'm just kidding. I'm not available. Unless like you are okay with polygamy. <laughs> In which case, 
Call me. Call her. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, Edward points out that his family is just really concerned about what might happen if this relationship ends badly. Mm. And... There's a quote from Bella. I realized slowly that his words should frighten me. The following sentence is, but they didn't. Jesus. <laughs> so, and he's literally like, what I mean is, you you know, like, if I kill you or yeah. if something horrible happens or whatever. And she's like, yeah, whatever. I'd rather die than be without Jesus. you. And he's mad. This is their, this is their relationship forever. It Edward is. leaves school early that day. Um, with Alice so that he can go feed. Alice is supposedly the most supportive of the relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, And Bella describes Alice in great detail because she is definitely gay for Alice. She is so (laughs) gay for Alice. Here's the thing. All the Cullens Cullens are hot. Yes. Bella is obsessed with all the Cullens. But but the only person she describes with as much detail as she does Edward is Alice. Is Alice. She's obsessed. Obsessed. With Alice. With Alice. So she's hyped. She just met Alice. Mm-hmm. And she's like, damn, tell me what, what's her deal? <laughs> <laughs> so Edward, uh, uh, yeah. your sister, though. Your sister, though. Every, really every move she makes is like a dance. Yeah. <laughs> oh, who says that? Anyway. Uh, so a, a um, gay person who's in, in love. 100%. It's closeted. Um, so Bella's just simultaneously afraid of Saturday and extremely excited. Mm-hmm. Um, she's at home. She's freaking out like a normal person would because this yeah. is hype. They're about to get to a new level. Like she's about to learn what happens in the sun. Yeah. Um, they get to go on a hike, you know, like kind of a secret hike in a way. Um, not sure if this is the right choice to go be alone with him wherever this is, but she's also resolved to go out with him. She says, my decision was made, made before I'd ever consciously chosen, and I was committed right. to seeing it through. Dramatic. I'm like, you you have a conscience. <laughs> you made a choice. That's no. also my life phrase. I say it all the time, <laughs> even to kids. You made a choice. Yeah. <laughs> And that's, that's Bella. good life advice. I know. It's like not, you know, it it's encouraging people. It is. <laughs> Take amazing. the credit. Because <laughs> it's encouraging people. Stuff doesn't happen to you. You no. know, there's your... You, you and other people control, make choices. Yes. And you can control your attitude about it. Right. Like, you can make a choice in this situation. Yeah. There's Come always on, a Bella. choice. Yeah, but she says there's not. And she was like, and what was my other choice? To cut him out of my life? Intolerable. <laughs> They use that all the time. Like Smyre, Smyre's constantly using that phrase whenever Bella's thinking about possibly cutting Edward out of her life. Intolerable. <laughs> Inconceivable. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, she's yeah, she's hyped but terrified. Um, the next day, she gets dressed in a tan sweater and white collar underneath, blue jeans. <laughs> Very typical nasty dad outfit. I don't care nasty. what year it is. It's unacceptable un- to wear acceptable. a tan sweater over a white button-up and blue jeans on a date. You just don't. You just oh don't. If you have a picture of a family member or yourself who dressed that way at some point, please send it our way somehow. I need, I need I'd like to, to judge you for it. I, I think that's sure, insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, opens the door. Edward starts... Going, <laughs> and he's like, "We're matching," and he's wearing the same outfit. <laughs> I forgot. Okay, listen. 
Um, okay, I... That's so terrible. I don't know if I should say this because I don't want to be wildly offensive. But, oh, no, no, no. Um, so Stephanie Meyer is Mormon. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Mormons, Continue. Am I wrong or do Mormons really like tan and khaki? Apparently... I don't know, Smire, feel free to send us your thoughts for anybody who's Mormon I, in, I the, have in had, the crowd. I, I have Mormon friends. Um, oh, I'll have Lord to have ask mercy. you in just a very, you know, you can ask me about Christian culture. <laughs> I won't be offended. It's fine. But like, uh, oh, khaki. Apparently khaki and tan are just a hot ticket it's item <laughs> in Bella's wardrobe and in Smire's mind. We'll it's, talk more about the continued terribleness of Bella's clothes the rest of these God. chapters. Yes, we will. But that was the beginning. Uh, yes. Edward thought it was hilarious. She was pissed because she didn't look like a runway model, apparently. But I, I really, truly was like, it's not the clothes that he's wearing that mm. makes him like a runway model because the outfit you're both wearing is disgusting. Yeah, um, true. If anything, he's dressing down to, like, stop you from being tempted. 100%. They, um, they drive really far. She gets mm-hmm. to drive mm-hmm. because that was the deal they made. They drive really far um, out to this gorgeous place to hike. Bella's super freaked out because she has to hike, which, I mean, is reasonable because she's mm. terrible at everything. Yeah. So I would oh. have just left her for dead. Um, <laughs> I will say something that I feel is really important. So they explain that it's a five-mile hike up yes. to the meadow. And That's I'm like, okay, five mile hike. is a, a long hike, but it doesn't take super long. And Bella describes it as having taken several hours. She said the entire morning and afternoon was gone by the time they got to the meadow. Mm. I just went on a three mile hike. It took two hours. She said several hours, which several does not mean any less than five. Yeah. <laughs> to get there. And but remember, I, she is a newborn calf. She level is. clumsy. She's just the worst. I literally, as a human being, would have left her for dead. I would have been like, I'm done with you. <laughs> I'm going to go to my damn meadow by myself. You can meet me there or be dead. Natural, I don't care. Natural selection yeah. must occur. So she's just an absolute nightmare. She's the worst at everything. Kill yourself. Like, just the worst. So that is kind of the the end. They get up to the meadow. It's gorgeous. It's like a sunny patch up there mm-hmm. in the forest. Yes. Looks incredible. Edward's lurking on the tree line. And then chapter 13. Oh my god. One last thing before we just Ooh, yes. before I just lose my shit over <laughs> chapter 13. Because I absolutely will lose my shit. So the other thing about chapter 12 is um Edward is like, hey, like, let's go. I'm so excited to hang out with you. Tell Charlie that you're going to be with me. The 30,000th time that he said, please tell Charlie. I know you told him that you canceled your Seattle trip. Please tell him I'm with you. Also, I would really like you to tell him that we're dating. Yeah. So this is him. It's partially him just trying to, like, keep himself accountable because he's still to the point he's like, listen, I'm a vampire. I like to kill people. No one has ever, I mean, I don't like to kill people, but you know, like I have this desire. <laughs> I have the ability. I have and... the ability um, and no one has smelled as good to me as, as you do. So yeah. if you could tell Charlie just to cover all bases, that way, if God forbid anything <laughs> happens, like he, he will know where to look because whatever happens, because Charlie deserves to, okay. to know. He deserves to know. He deserves to know about the relationship and he deserves to know what may happen to Bella. So anyway, and Bella just decides, no, never mind. I don't want to. She's so mean. And Edward is like devastated every single time because she won't do it. He's like really sad. He just doesn't like, it makes me, okay. 
Okay, whatever. Chapter meadow. 13. Let's meadow get the sexy time. meadow oh time. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Okay. Mom, if you're listening, please enjoy this. We're going to just share <laughs> what, what we're feeling that, I... you know... <laughs> sorry in advance. <laughs> but I'm also not really sorry. I have so much to share. Oh my gosh, I have so much to share. Okay, so first of all, he steps into the sun. What happens in the sun? In the sun, what happens in the sun? Fucking glitter skin? Glittery Like a thousand diamonds. A thousand diamonds. I know diamonds are a girl's best friend and all. Not if they're in the skin of your Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. What? Okay, and so uh, I think about it. So this so happens. Lame. It's like, okay, whatever. I'm still excited to be in the meadow with Edward. I'll get over it. It's fine. But actually, no. Because let's talk about this. What purpose does that serve at all? Like, what? Scientifically, there's no purpose. It's actually the opposite of yes. positive purpose. Yes, and he's always talking about how vampires are, like, evolved to be the perfect predator and the perfect killer. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you glitter... You, you're, you're not, not making a good, it. No, 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 no. You're not making it at all. At all. It's like, um, yeah, like, I guess. I was thinking it through. I was like, I guess it could be, like, it makes him more attractive to other people. But if I saw like someone, di- like, glittering on the side of the street, run. I wouldn't run to him. I wouldn't be like, oh, my gosh, I have to have you. Like, that's yeah. not a thing. I'm not a fucking moth. Yeah. Is it, like, is it like a bug or bird attraction? Yeah. Like, w- everything Maybe about me draws you is. in. Like the reality <laughs> is that doesn't draw me in. No. That makes me like, hey, are you okay? Like I, what's yeah. going on? Like do you have some <laughs> elephant man style? Yeah, what is happening? Like, what? Or like are you in a movie? <laughs> like are you just really into makeup? Or like what? I yeah. don't know. It makes no sense but to me Bella whatsoever. Bella loves it. It makes loves him it. magnificent. She is a bird. 100%. Literal bird Stupid brain. bird head. Sees the diamond skin, goes crazy. Okay, whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> so they're sitting in the meadow. Oh, uh, Edward is laying. <laughs> Edward is laying. Shirtless. <laughs> Where'd the tan oh, sweater yes. go? Where'd the oh, button my God. go? You know no what? Idea. We gotta get rid of that shit. <laughs> that shit was doing him no favors. No, and he knows it. He's, he knows he's it. He's smarter than Bella. Bella's yeah. still wearing the nasty ass outfit she's yes. wearing. No. She's just curled up. Thank you. He is shirtless, <laughs> laying down in the meadow. They're finally breaking that touch barrier. Touching! Touching. That's what About <laughs> damn time. They need to stop making it so weird. They're clearly... Listen, here's the thing. I know it's exciting. When you're, like, first dating, you're getting to know someone. But, like, don't make it so weird. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta reach out. Just gotta... Just, just, just hold the hand. hand. Just do a sweet little... Okay. Yeah. So they finally break the touch barrier. Stroking Edward, his hand. Yeah, Edward is laying shirtless. She is stroking his arm <laughs> up and down. He says, you can't imagine how that feels. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was oh like, I gotta God. put this down for a second. <laughs> and the thing with that, too, is like, okay, that truly must feel amazing. Because first of all, she's warm. Mm. He's very cold. Yeah. Um, he, he he's been, been single. He's probably never been touched like that in, in his whole life life which his we don't know existence. how long it is yet but we know it's like it's a long it's been a bit. time it's been a bit 
even if he was just 17 like let's say he's just 17 well and the time that he must uh, any of the time frames he could have been alive in that wouldn't have allowed any of this physical affection right amongst people dating so even if uh-huh. he had a sweetheart before he was turned it might have this been was happening right it wouldn't have been you know some arm stroking Oof. so anyway yeah he <laughs> is loving it's it getting warm in this room he is loving it oh no um and oh shit he loves her mm. he here's where it like really gets real it's gone beyond fascination with her it's got it's gone beyond concern for her safety he is just into bella and he's making it very clear he like yeah can't imagine how that feels, but also, so it's like, yeah, sure, like, hormony, yeah, right. feels great. Physically, also, sexually. first time in his existence this has happened to him where someone knows him and who he is and still wants to be around him and loves him for it. So he, yeah, he loves her and he says so. And then Bella immediately escalates the situation <laughs> by saying that she would rather die without him. <laughs> And here's the thing. I can appreciate Edward's sentiments very much. I can so appreciate that. Like, I it's get it. It's intense for him. It's it's intense for him. I get it. And Bella, I get it. It's intense for you, too. But, child, you are 17 years old. You've seen nothing of life. You know nothing. You've experienced nothing. Do not place your value on life with another person, even if it's Edward. No. Like, Come on, honey. Okay, so just had to get that out. Okay, okay, here we go. More face touching, which is I... I, Oh, my God. Okay, so Edward just is is like, okay, I want to try something. And (laughs) he goes, I want to try something. So... He's like, be very still. And so, <laughs> I was reading this at night next to oh. my husband. And I was like, you don't understand the energy I'm building up here, but you want to take a break? <laughs> You're not ready for what's coming. <laughs> oh my God. And that I can't this, read it. My hands are why, I know. Why is it so? It's another thing. It's like nothing's even happening. They're not even. It's just everything around it is so spicy. <laughs> oh my God. So he's like, be very still. And he starts touching her face, running his nose and his lips and his jaw, or uh, no, his nose along her jaw, and then he stops and lays his chest, her, his sorry, face. his face, I'm getting flustered, <laughs> girl up in the ball right now, he lays his face on her chest and listens to her heart. that point I put down the book, I went, oh my, oh my, I can't, he's, cause not only is that Ooh, like close. hot as hell, that is so sweet. That is the thing that is making him want to kill her. And he's just like, you know what? No, this is the thing that I love about you. I'm listening to your heart. Um, beautiful. So he keeps with the face touching. And he's not letting his vampy self take over. And then he admits <laughs> that oh. his human instincts are coming out, even though they've been buried for a while. <laughs> I have to say, before and this point, like, Bella does something gross, like, smells his breath, oh. scares him away. Like, he runs into the wood. She goes, <laughs> <laughs> literally, she, like, yeah. she's, like, and inhales, and it, it's, it's too, too intense for him. He runs away, and then he comes back, and he's, like, would you believe me if I said that I'm only human? <laughs> and I was, like, wait, do I read it that way? <laughs> He was definitely oh my turned God. on. He, um, he was totally waistbanding so, it. So, yeah. 
at like, that point, that, and then it continued yes. through the scene you just described. Yes. And oh, yeah. no longer that, buried anymore. <laughs> no. The human is no longer buried. The human is deeply embedded in the waistband. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so this is great. I love I love it when Edward's human comes out. So much. <laughs> All right. So then it's getting this is barely anything's happening. Nothing's it's even so, happened. So it's just so good. Oh my god. Okay, when I tell you, Kimberly, I read this when I was twelve years old. I can't imagine me in my jeans and my khaki shirt. On and listen, I grew oh, up no. listen, I grew up deep in purity oh, culture. So did I. Very, very like, oh. you know, my parents were cool, like, you know, I had a sex talk and everything. They were very open, but you know, I was still very much like abstinence, purity culture, everything. Now, imagine twelve year old Aubrey reading this book. I will be lying if I tell you this was not the start of my womanhood. This was when I was like, oh my God. I'm having so many emotions and feelings. My hormone have you seen Big Mouth? No. Oh, okay. This was the moment where my hormone monster came out and was like, hi, I only take a bubble baths. Like this was when I was like, all right. Hello, oh my God. teenage hormones. Ooh. I became a woman when I read this chapter. I almost am concerned I wasn't a woman until I read this chapter. <laughs> Better late than never. I guess so. Been married for three years. It's fine. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Okay. All right. So then um. it's, it's getting late. And they decide, all right, we got to We got to leave the meadow. And thank God, Edward at this point is like, you know what? That took a long time. Can I show you how I That how was I normally, hell. That was hell. He goes, hey, can I show you how I normally get around? So Edward is like, all right. So that took um, hours last time we were here um, <laughs> for us to get back. So he's like, can I show you how I normally travel or how I normally get around? And she's like, okay, fine. And so he goes, um, all right, you got to... Um, I, I got to pick you up, though. Or did she get on his back? Yeah. Okay, so she gets on his spider back. Spider monkey isn't a thing. Thank God spider monkey isn't We will get there. Edward made the executive decision to say, you know what? You're really slow. Can I show you how I get around? So he goes, um, all right. Climb on my back and let me show you. And the boy is fast. <laughs> <laughs> this boy fast. The boy is really, really fast. <laughs> so apparently that's like another... Uh, you know, vampire thing. Like, they get around very, very quickly, which is awesome. Um, however, it freaks Bella out. She gets super dizzy. Super... Oh, yeah. The other thing that I wanted to say, kind of about Chapter 12, kind of... But basically, as it's leading up to, like, um, their first date, and she's nervous and everything, and it's totally capturing that, like, you know, first date jitters and everything. Um, are you... Okay, I'm the type of person that has, like nervous I carry nervous energy in my gut I 100% do that yeah and so like if I were Bella I would have <laughs> been thrown up all over the place at I would have been on the toilet yeah. for a while oh, I would have probably <laughs> been like 
double barrel. Like, I literally, I used to get nervous about going to youth group every single Sunday mm-hmm. where I would just have a blowout mm-hmm. in the youth group bathroom mm-hmm. before service every Sunday. I I'm still so can't sorry. go into that building without that happening I'm to so me. I'm so sorry. But no, stuff like that happens to me all the time, uh, especially with dates, actually. Mm. So like when I, this is... I didn't go so, on many. <laughs> <laughs> so. I mean, I I didn't either, but uh, I did. In college, I did. Um, I had a... Uh, I peaked early, shall we say. <laughs> um, no, but every... Even if I already knew the person and, like, it was, like, this fine, we're just going on a date. Without fail, before every date, I was either diarrheaing all day or vomiting oh my word. all day. Like, to... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) look what you're missing. Um, Line up, boys. No, I was, yeah, I have a very nervous stomach. And it kind of makes me angry that, like, Bella is so, like, faint and dizzy all the time. And yet we don't get to hear from the fact that she's probably vomiting. Like, Yeah, I want to know. I want to know. Give me the nitty gritty. And if she's not the type of person who's nervous puking over the most perfect person ever taking her on a date. She does not deserve him. Edward (laughs) deserves that puking love. (laughs) That puking love. And I'm willing to give it. Um, (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) I apologize. I I take that one back. Okay. So, Running. Bella gets Bella gets dizzy. They get back to the car. She's, like, super woozy. She's just like, whoa, okay. She's and then, not hot in that she's moment. She's not hot she's in that moment. She's curled up in a ball, head between her knees. <laughs> Straight up nasty. I've been in that position before in yeah. front of people that I was attracted to. It is yeah. not attractive. It's not. I was in that position, uh, like, days after my wedding. Um, so thank goodness, like, Jared and I were already deeply in love at that point, because it, like... Would have messed it up. You don't... That was when the magic was gone. I'm just kidding. But that, like, you you don't feel sexy in that moment. But, but she's Edward's helpless bird. She's Edward's flightless bird, and he decides, you know what, now's, now's the time. Damn. Now's the moment. She's helpless. She's helpless. Helpless. Have you seen Hamilton? Yes. Good God. Okay. Yeah, I think Edward and uh, Hamilton had that same kind of, like, hero complex going mm. on where they just, like, I, I don't know. Anyway, that's that's a tangent. But Edward's like, you know what? This is the moment. And you know what they do? They kiss, they kiss, they kiss, they kiss, they kiss, they kiss, they kiss. Okay. Oh, no. But Bella, honey. Disgusting. Immediately afterwards, after they kiss... So he goes in like slow and because, cautious. Yeah, he doesn't. And then what does she do? Opens her mouth and <gasps> <gasps> like just inhaled his heady scent. Yeah, is what she called <laughs> Don't describe anything as heady, please. <laughs> so for my sanity, her okay. blood boils. Her blood boils and she faints. She passes out. She goes <laughs> and then passes out. Yeah. Now, I, I'm sorry. Um, I'm not here to shame anyone for how they express love. Well, I am. But um, <laughs> that's that's not a good way to do it. It's wrong and you shouldn't do it. <laughs> like, Don't. I, imagine, imagine the hottest person in the world leaning in to kiss you. Like, just, like, okay, set the scene, close your eyes, close your eyes. Imagine I'm Edward, hello. I'm sorry. That's I going. Like into, that's, I don't like that at all. It's in my ears. That was going into like ASMR territory, and I apologize. <laughs> um, but no. Okay. Imagine. Just I'm imagine. I am Edward mm. coming in, 
Um, he very gently like places his lips on your lips while he's cradling your neck. And then your response is to go (laughs) (laughs) and then pass out. That is not normal, honey. Oh my gosh. Baby. Okay. I feel like that should have been a turn off. Yeah. Ended things on a regular date. God, you would hope. But anyway, Bella exercise some self-control, please, for the love of God. Okay. So then at that point, Edward is like, all right, you drove us here, but you are in no fit state to drive home. Uh, No. I will drive slow, I promise, but I'm going to drive you home. So then they begin to drive home. Mm. I will also note in chapter 13, we get a lot of the dialogue from just Edward, just basically his sort of monologue stuff that occurs in the movie at the beginning of the movie on the school grounds. Oh, yes. And they use it in a super creepy, intense, sort of evil way, whereas Mm -hmm. he's doing it entirely playfully. Like, he's like, yes, these things are true, but I've already told you that I'm a danger. Mm -hmm. And he's laughing and bounding during most of it. (laughs) So I just was, yeah, I just wanted to point that out for those of you who will follow us through to episode six when we watch the movie. I'll point that out more later. It's important because, yeah, I, book Edward is, is, um, is a darling. He's playful. Yeah. And sometimes the way it's and i i don't think it's a robert pattinson fault i think Mm-mm. it's a script fault yeah um because yeah the way it comes across in the movie is just like super weird and it's at the beginning which this yeah. is not the beginning we're over halfway through the we're book. deep in <laughs> we're deep in it yes we're elbows deep so speaking of being halfway through we go to chapter Only. 14 yes so they're on the drive home and that's whenever they're on a drive, we learn so much. And mm-hmm. hopefully it's always about Edward. It's not always. But this time it is. <laughs> so Edward admits to how old he is. Mm-hmm. He was born in Chicago in 1901. So he's over 100 years old uh-huh. at the time that this is set in. Um, beginning to understand how that feels when Bella's touching him. Yep, yep. Why yep. he's so hyped? Probably because he was not touched at all. Ever. Um, ever. <laughs> uh, he was... years of nothing. Nothing. Uh, he was dying of the Spanish influenza at the time. Carlisle saved him. Mm-hmm. But would, you know, Edward wouldn't really tell Bella how he saved him, what really the process looked like. She was way too curious. Mm-hmm. It was inappropriate to talk about at that point. Yeah, pretty insensitive. Um, but basically, he's like, it was just the most painful thing I've ever been through, and I don't want to talk about it. Um, it was really kind of really traumatic for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but he saved me. And then Edward explains how everyone else in the Cullen family came to be, which was mm. so exciting because it's like origin stories. I love yes, origin this stories. This is what we're – we need more of this in Twilight. Yes. And so here we go. Here we be go. Be ready. Take notes. I'm ready. So Esme, she fell from a cliff. As a yeah. human, she came in to the morgue and she, her heart was still beating, but they were going to declare her dead. Carlisle then saved her um, at that point. And then mm-hmm. she became his companion and, you know, they, they love each other. And mm-hmm. so they're kind of like the mom and dad of the family. Rosalie, um, they saved Rosalie and they don't really talk a lot about her actual origins, but... Edward confesses that Carlisle was hoping Rosalie would be sort of Edward's companion, Mm -hmm. his person, but that didn't happen. They just were not into each other that way. Mm -hmm. And um, then uh, Rosalie found Emmett in the forest, having been attacked by a bear. Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) That is the most himbo way to die I've ever heard of. Just this... (laughs) 
bro <laughs> in the woods getting mulled by a bear. Yeah, okay. 100%. Yeah, and then you look at Emmett from the movies and you're like, oh my god, Emmett, why? You're we love so it. stupid. <laughs> we love I a himbo. You. Um, oh my god. <laughs> uh, we find out that Emmett and Rosalie, they became a couple. Mm-hmm. They are in love and they've been married multiple times. Um, yeah. In like the different places they've lived. Um, sometimes they live as a married couple wherever they're staying, but Edward explains that if they all enrolled as high schoolers, like they did here at Forks, which is impossible, none of them are high schoolers, uh, but if they all enrolled as high schoolers, then they can stay in one place longer. So uh, they decided not to be a married couple, but in the movie, we have a wonderful, terrible intro scene of the Clins, and everyone's paired up. Everyone's holding hands, and they're all like, Aren't they? They're all like foster kids of of the Cullens, um, but like they're together. And I'm like, this would not be acceptable under no. DHS rules. No. This would not happen. Not okay. They would not be allowed to foster or have these kids adopted in no. their home if they were all getting hooked up. Like it's what? Gross. Also it's disgusting like, and weird. What is that reasoning? We can stay in a place longer if we enroll in high school first. Why Why don't you just be like a community college person? Right. You could be in community college for so many years. At right. 18, 18 to like 35. Right. At that, like some people, like my husband's family, all the men in their family from the time they were 18 to the time they were 35 never changed. They look exactly yeah. the same. Mm-hmm. That's acceptable. They That's could have totally just normal. pretended like they were in college and yeah. gotten, Edward could have gotten some tastier college chick right bella (laughs) like why are they hundreds of years old literally just hanging out with actual children which is a nightmare like it sounds like jail to me i would never want to do that i know it honestly it makes zero sense it would make way more sense if they were just like like even just young adults hanging out in a town like you could go to college cool you could get a job as a barista whatever like why are you in high school no one is paying attention to how fast you age except for family and like friends right but they don't have either of those things outside of their own immediate family and bella makes no sense it makes no sense and she mentioned at the beginning they all looked too old for high school anyway it's so suspicious it's so gross who would want to be in high school longer than you have to be in high school not i no one no even people who love high school that many times in high school, you wouldn't want it. Time to it's grow insane. Up. Yep. So yeah, basically that leaves the question: Why the heck are Rosalie and Emmett not living as a married couple, separate yeah. from the Colons? Like you know, without the Colon last name, just mm-hmm. living there, yeah. they would be a lot happier and be less creepy at school holding hands. They're yeah. fucking messed up, and no <laughs> one wants to see that. So he continues on. Um, Alice. Alice, and correct me if I'm wrong, Aubrey, because I'm just learning about the Alice origin story, and we still don't know a lot. Um, Basically, what happened with Alice is Alice woke up from being turned, no idea who turned her, had no memories from before that point, can't remember what she was or where she was, which is rare. That doesn't Mm -hmm. happen to people. But she had the gift of being able to see the future, Mm -hmm. and it's subjective, but she'd be able to see it. So she saw forward into the future, and saw that Jasper was wandering around. Jasper had become depressed. He left the family, and I'm doing air quotes, mm-hmm. the family of vampires he belonged to before that, which um, we'll learn more about in mm-hmm. the future. Um, but he'd become depressed, and he was wandering. Mm-hmm. And she saw him wandering and 
believed he was looking for her and then she also saw into the future and saw that, that she and Jasper would find the Cullens. Yeah. And so she went and found Jasper. She's so cool. <laughs> I and love like, Alice. Found Jasper, however you do that, from one vision. <laughs> and then managed to convince him somehow to come with her. And they came to the Cullens together. Yeah. Um, and Jasper is like the newest vampire out of mm-hmm. all of them. Um that um, Edward also talks about, you know, uh, vampires don't really usually settle in one place. Mm-hmm. They don't usually have, like, a family structure like they've created. Um, they're vampire nomads, basically, which sounds like a sick name. If you have a band I, and you're looking for a name, <laughs> vampire, vampire nomads, nomads is a great name. Go I ahead and that. take it. I will, I will listen. So, yeah, those are the, that's kind of all the really interesting mm-hmm. history that we learn on the drive. They get back home. Bella mm-hmm. eats. So notable. <laughs> yeah. Eat some leftover lasagna. Disgusting. I don't want to talk about I, that. I, I actually do. Lasagna is my favorite food. <laughs> I love lasagna. I just think she's gross. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, it's gross that you're eating. I don't want to hear about you eating. Fair There's enough. There's too many Bella meals in the this chapter and the next. That is, that is true. I yeah. don't enjoy this description. Oh my God, I'm hungry now. Um, <laughs> she's basically, so she's eating. Charlie comes home. Edward whooshes away. Yes. Uh, Bella's like, oh, dad, I'm tired. I gotta go to bed. And then she's like, <laughs> and like goes upstairs to her room. Room, and she's oh Edward, Edward, Edward. Oh my Edward. god, wait, 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 pause, pause. You're missing <laughs> what is something it? very important. Okay, the first thing you're missing is what like, is it? Charlie's being very present. Okay, as Charlie always. is being amazing, asking about her day, yeah, asking about the next day. Yeah, he's said, like, or, Did you no, like, should I, I, you know, cancel my fishing plans? Like, did you have a good day? Like, what happened? Yes. But right before this, tell me, they're coming in. Edward comes into uh, her house to watch her eat gross lasagna, and he admits. Wait, it's not full admits, though. I didn't catch it when I was reading. Really? Because it was was a side note. It was like he, okay. But. I want to explain what I learned from it, because, like, I'm the the Twilight Virgin. Okay, okay. I just get really excited. Basically, all that happened was that. They walked in and he he got the key out from where it's hidden. Yeah, like he knew exactly where that was. And she was like, "What was that about? Why do you know where the key was?" And he was like, "I was curious about you." Is all he says. I'm like, "No, what does that mean?" And then, I don't think he admits in the kitchen though. He admits up in okay. Okay, you you talk about it. I can't. I'm gonna throw up. I can't fully say it. I can't fully say it. So she goes up to the room and she's like, Ever, ever, ever. And then he's like, Ooh, what's up, bitch? I'm here. And she's <laughs> like, Oh my gosh. My lady. <laughs> right. So he's like leaning on her bed. It's a sexy moment. You know, when you first had someone significant in your bedroom, if that ever happened to you, it's that, it's that feel right it's, there. It's, it's good that times. moment. Mm-hmm. It's sexy, even though he's not literally doing a freaking thing. Yeah. Um, and they can't. So yeah, they can't. <laughs> we'll learn more about that too. Uh, and so, yeah, he's like, come lay next to me. And so they're talking. He's being sexy. All the same kind of touching that happened in the meadows happening on her bed. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, oh my gosh, I need a minute to be a human being, which I was like, what? Kind of cute. That's kind of a cute phrase. Kind of but cute. I, although I also like. I thought she meant pooping. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What does that mean?" Uh, also, I'm gonna point something out that really bothers me. So here's the thing: for the majority of my life, I've always slept in a messed up, like ratty T-shirt and mm-hmm. sweatpants. Yeah, like beat up sweatpants, right? But when Sean and I were dating. I had fancier pajamas that I would put on that were like cuter pajamas because right. he hung out, hang out at my parents' house 
till super late, like mm-hmm. 2 a.m. every single day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have no idea how they let us do that, but they did. So I'd be in my pajamas. I'm like, this is my freaking house. I'm going to be in my pajamas. I'm super cozy. And I'm yeah. like, cute, right? Um, so you just put on your nicer pajamas. You're like, you know what? We're not married or we don't live together. We don't sleep together. You don't need to know what I look like when I'm sleeping, you know? Yeah, let me like, pretty it up for you. Yeah, like, I'm like, you know First what, whatever. And I'm not putting, like, yeah, terrible expectations on it. But, yep, yep. yeah, like, these are my nice pajamas. Yeah. I'm not going to show you my disgusting pajamas. Um, so Bella is like, I need a minute to be a human being. It describes her seeing, like, she has clothes all over the floor, which I was like, rough. Okay, but, but me, that happens. Me too. Yeah, but I'm like, it sucks that you can't, like, vampire speed clean it mm, up yeah. before he got here. So she grabs off of the floor a ratty t-shirt and a beat-up pair of sweatpants Mm. that she usually sleeps in. And she takes them to the bathroom and puts them on, brushes her teeth, and then she's like, okay, and goes back in for some sexy time with Edward. And it's just devastating to me. I was just, I was like, couldn't get off of that point where I was like, why are you wearing that? And then, like, I feel like it's the next day, maybe, where she's like, I wish I had like, packed those cute pajamas that my mom sent me. And I was like, yeah, I'm sure you also have something nicer looking than whatever it was you put on. Mm-hmm. Like, there was something cuter. Something. There, anything. There had to be something cuter. Something. Even just, like, like shorts. Yeah. Like, Do you have nice sports shorts, shorts yeah. or something? Like, sports running shorts? bra? Yeah. Still something cuter. like, yeah, Yeah, I and they were, know. like, dirty. It described it. I was like, floor. that's not... Yeah, she's, she always wore the same pair, Ugh. too. And I was like, ah. I mean, no judgment. Like, I'm I'm pretty gross. But like, Edward is, I... like, a perfect being. You know what I mean? Like, you just kind of bump it up a little bit. I would have tried to step it up a little bit. For that first time. For the first time. Even if I didn't have anything, I yeah. probably would have just, like, walked in naked. I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's like, this is all I have. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I'm oh, totally my kidding. gosh. So, yeah, so she comes back. And that's just a side note. If you feel offended by it, don't message me about it. I, I meant what I said. Uh, so she comes back, Edward's being sexy, and she's like, you're good at it. And he was like, wait, really? And he's like, oh, and oh I'm my like, God. yay, Edward. so excited I to like, learn that he's you're good. You're good at being sexy. Oh Congratulations. My God. And he's so, so excited and so precious. Because so I did, my husband and I did feel that way when we were dating. We were like each other's first in a lot of areas. And it was mm-hmm. like, wait, I'm good at this? Frick yes. Yeah. And so that's the moment Edward has, but you know, hundreds of years. It's the biggest compliment when someone tells later. you like, hey, you're like, grinded my gears yeah like that's a nice thing that's a you're like oh good and he's over 100 years old that's a big deal so yeah and then edward (laughs) edward basically she's like let's come back to the topic of the key in the door and how you had been in the house and you were curious about me and he's like uh basically edward's like I've been watching you sleep oh for God, the past two months. Okay, 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 and okay, so okay. Here's, here's what happened. Okay. Um, he he tries to explain it so that it makes sense. It doesn't. It's it disgusting. Does, it makes no fucking sense. And she is like concerned too. I'm like finally a freaking normal reaction by yes. her. Um, my heart is beating so fast. Basically, he's like, okay, here is what happened. Basically, she showed up in town. He was like, you were, he was like, you were basically a demon (laughs) from my personal hell (laughs) that had come through the door that day and you were coming to like destroy my life and make me kill you and everyone in the room. And she's like, frick. (laughs) Right. She's like, oh, frick. Oh, you're so damn hot. And then 
he was like, so, yeah, you came out of nowhere, and it was really stressful. So he ran away mm-hmm. for, like, a day yeah. or two. To Alaska. Right, to Alaska. He ran away, um, and then he ended up coming back because he was like, I'm not going to let some insignificant girl make me run away from my family in this place I've chosen to make my home. Biggest Which truth is that's been a really so true far. thing, yeah. yeah. So he comes home to, like, be upset with her, but also just be like, I'm overcome I'm, it i'm over it mm-hmm. i'm over it with you mm-hmm. you can't really ruin my life ends up being really intrigued by her and as he learned more about her he was more interested in her again for her for him it's the mystery of her mm-hmm. of like well i don't know what's going on in your mind because it's so freaking weird mm-hmm. anyhow so that's what he explains it's like okay okay he then says though that he was agonizing over like what what do I feel right now? What's going on? The, and he was so agonized that he came over one night, pretty quick, early on in the book, and came into the house and watched her sleep that night. Mm. And he was like, she just, she probably hates me. I don't know what she's thinking. And then she said his name in her sleep. And he was like, oh, I'll stay. Uh, she's got it hot for me. So... I'm going to stay. And he explains that as the pinnacle point where he decided to pursue her and stay was when he heard her saying his name in her sleep while he was watching her and that he has come every single night for the last two months to watch her sleep and hear what she says in her sleep. Listen. (laughs) I hate this. I hate it for so many reasons. First of all, goodness, Edward goes from zero to stalker in 0.2 seconds. It's like chapter five. Yeah. Super creepy Edward comes out. Right. But also with but this. this is worse. This, this is a is real actionable thing that he did. Way worse. Um, this, I also consider character assassination because you cannot convince me that Edward... 100 plus year old vampire, self-controlled king, (laughs) who has been, like, so concerned with her safety, so concerned with, like, what she thinks of him, so concerned with being accountable to other people. You cannot convince me that that same person with those same concerns would sneak into a child's bedroom (laughs) every night. For weeks. Before they're even together at Before all. they're even really talking. Yeah. You can't convince me that that is a thing that he would convince himself to do. That is no self-control. Super weird. Um, okay, yeah. Yeah. It, I Maybe, yeah, Smyra was trying to poke some holes in who he was. But, but it, it it's not work. even consistent. Yeah, no, his stuff, like his stuff from before, the fact that he could kill her any minute. Yeah. That stuff should convince the reader to not love him. If the, con- the reader's not convinced, so be it. Move on. Sure, right. But she's decided to make him super creepy, and Bella's like... No, 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 no. That's weird, but then she's it like... It is weird. But you're, like, touching me. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> it's weird, but you're touching me, and you're hot, so right. it's Right, and then she immediately moves forward. Bella's like, okay, okay. Um, yeah, so you can spoon me until I fall asleep. Just don't leave. And he was like, okay, well, I wasn't gonna anyway. <laughs> I was gonna be oh. here at night anyway. <laughs> yeah. Whether or not you invited also, me to like, be here. <laughs> oh, jeez. Let's talk about consent. <laughs> if someone is gonna be there while you're sleeping, oh. watching you, you should know. You should know. Also, why isn't Bella 
a billion times more disturbed by this. Well, yeah, she's, like, upset because she's afraid of what he heard in her sleep because of all her wet dreams. She has one, like, every night about it. Where... Okay, that's the other thing. Like, okay, Ugh, yeah, I, if I, so if gross. you sleep talk, like, that is something to be concerned about. Which I about. do. I do a lot. Yeah, so it's like, okay, so someone who I didn't know was watching me sleep was listening to me sleep. But, but like, why is that your main concern? Yeah, because you know what else happens when you sleep? <laughs> Farts. Drool. <laughs> Like, I, when I fall asleep, I'm, like, in a fucking coma, and I turn into a gremlin, and I roll over, and my hair is a mess, and, like, my face gets greasy, and I, like, I, like, there's gonna be other sounds escaping from her body that are gonna be worse and more embarrassing than her talking. Absolutely. And she's not concerned about that at all. Well, and just, yeah, let's go back to the fact that she's not concerned that he's been watching her sleep. Like, ugh! Okay. It's so agitating. Yes. Rage. Yes. Rage. Okay. Yep. Ugh, ridiculous. So, Absolutely. Bella, you know, was like, okay, um, I don't want you to leave. And Edward's like, I wasn't <laughs> going to leave. I was going to probably stay and watch you sleep. So, thanks for asking me to stay. Cool. Let's um, cuddle cool. instead. Cool. Let's cuddle instead. I am even closer to you. Um, so, he's cuddling her and she was like, I, he's like, what do you want to do? Or something. Or she <laughs> asked, what do you want to do? And he's like, I don't know. And she's like, well, I want to ask you more questions. Asks him a question. I don't remember what it was. It wasn't important. The next question was like, so Rosalie and Emmett, like, this is what she says. And it's so stupid. I, yeah. She's terrible asking questions. Their marriage, is it like a, a normal marriage would be? And I'm like, first of all, people have sex outside of marriage all the time. Smire, you're showing your Mormon colors here. Let's not. Like, let's just ask Edward if vampires can have sex. Let's yeah, ask that question. Let's Although not 12 assume. Year old, 12 year old me appreciated that because I was like, we're normalizing abstinence. Yay. Yay. That's true. I probably would have really appreciated oh, that. Dude, 100%. As a kid, I was like, hell yeah. Um, so she asks, is that like a normal marriage? And he's like, in what way? And she's like, uh, like, are they together? And he was like, uh. He's like, virgin well, basically, cannot commute. Basically, he's like, why are you asking? He's literally goes, why are you wondering that? Which is really embarrassing. I would have been like, uh, never mind. Yeah, I would have dropped it. Uh, and she's like, well, I was just wondering if someday you and I, and he was like, Oh, that's not an option. No, absolutely nope. not. And she was like, uh, and then she goes, because it would be too hard for you if I was that close. And I was like, oh God, that's Pun so uncomfortable. <laughs> no. And I was like, virgin, virgin, nice. Yes, like, yes, yes, yes. Basically what happens is Edward is like, well, that doesn't happen. You're freaking so fragile. Then he says some disgusting things about like crushing her skull and stuff about like how he could yeah. basically you know, destroy her if he let himself go, <laughs> which is really nasty. In the throes of ecstasy. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, oh, well, have you ever? And he was like, nah, I'm a virgin. And she's like, oh. Or no, he asks her if she's ever had sex. Oh, yeah, and she yeah. was like, nah. And she's like, I've never felt like this about anyone before. And he was like, okay, well, I'm a virgin too. So like, I'm glad we share that. And that's where my note, virgin? Yeah, virgin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Virgin, yeah, <laughs> cool, from, cool, cool, And cool. that's the end of chapter 14, so oh let's move gosh. into 15, waking up with Edward. Yes. oh my gosh. Yeah, really, all that nastiness aside, like, <laughs> the end of that chapter is super sweet. Oh, yeah. It's like, they're it's... They're just talking. They're talking, um, they're, they're talking about, like, who they are as people, like, what drives them in life, like, actual yeah. real getting to know you shit. Yeah. And it's beautiful. Um... Yes, chapter 15 is called The Cullens. 
And I love the colons. They're the best part of the story. I'm so excited. Okay. So uh, the first thing that um, happens in this chapter is um, something problematic. That makes me a little sad. But we learn that... Um, so Charlie, he's already gone up and left, and um, Bella's like, oh, where's Charlie? And Edward was like, oh, he left a little bit ago after he reconnected your battery cables on your truck. <gasps> I forgot about this. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. So apparently Charlie doesn't trust Bella and was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make it so she can't sneak yeah, out. He was, yeah, the previous chapter, we forgot to note that he kept wondering, like, asking her, like, ooh, you don't want to go out anymore? The dance mm-hmm, is happening and mm-hmm. stuff. And she was like, no. And But she was acting really flustered yeah. and, like, heated up, which went yeah. for right reasons. Totally. Um, but he was very confused and he assumed she was going to sneak out. Yeah. And, uh, like, okay. Which is weird because I feel like he was encouraging her to also before leading up to the dance where he was like you should go to the dance you should go to the dance mike newton mike newton oh charlie loves mike newton (laughs) he wants bella to get over that shameless mike newton oh he loves the newts loves him so yeah so that's messed up yeah it was pretty messed up but actually like on the other side of that coin if i'm honest if she were my kid I would be mm. real tempted to do the same thing. She doesn't say because a freaking thing to him. She doesn't communicate. Right. That's the problem. Like, she's very clearly not in a healthy place. Mm-hmm. And she does not um, communicate. And so they don't have that trust there. Right. Like, I feel like if you're gonna, if you're gonna have a parent-child relationship, I, pff, I'm not a parent. I know, I know <laughs> jack shit, but I'm just gonna say, like. Please be waiting for our parenting podcast <laughs> by Aubrey <laughs> That would do not unsubscribe below. (laughs) I like, I kind of get where he's coming from. Like he's, he's concerned. She's acting flustered. Like I would be tempted to do the same thing. Still problematic. Still makes me angry. Weird Weird Um, for Charlie. Very weird for Charlie. Um, Okay. So she takes another, uh, no, no, no. They go downstairs. She's eating breakfast and you know, he's just like around. Can I say something before they go downstairs? Yeah. Is this the I love you? She's like, Edward, you're here. And she yeah. runs into his lap, but then he cradles her like a baby for like five pages. Yeah, that was And too I'm much. like, that's not hot. Like, I've sat in my husband's lap and been like, oh, but I'm like mm-hmm. crying or like I need to be comforted. Yeah. Or he's like, I'm going to carry you into the room. That's fun. Ha ha. Mm. But like, she literally describes being like there in that position for a long time, yeah. like a baby. And I was like, Ugh. Given how old he is and how young she is, that's yeah, I'm like, like this is not really uncomfortable. I don't enjoy this scene. Anyway. Yeah, I don't love that. No, that's true. They go downstairs, um, and she's yeah, eating. I can't. I can't remember if this was before or after, but at one point, they're talking about their feelings, and she basically just says, "Like I, it goes without saying, but I love you." Yeah. And he just very simply says, "You are my life now." Yeah. And my underwear dissolved <laughs> off of me. Um. And uh, I don't know. That's. I mean, it doesn't. Ooh. It's kind of like. I mean, it's not. I don't want to say it's like the Han Solo. I love you. I know because it's not as good. It is similar. It's still pretty. It's similar. Good. He's just so smooth. It's pretty damn good. Are you going to talk about? the labeling it or no the Um, like label of boyfriend or no or yeah so well I mean basically he's just like hey talk to Charlie like I'm your boyfriend right yeah basically he's like hey yeah you should tell Charlie that I'm your boyfriend um that way it explains why I'm around so much because he's Mm -hmm. like I'd like to be able to freely come and go and hang out with you publicly yeah and get to know your dad yeah and get to know your dad and make sure that things are safe because we need more accountability right and she goes Oh, 
I was hoping that you were more than that. And I was like, slow the fuck down. <laughs> Are you trying to what be married to him right now? Like, a booty call is not more than a boyfriend. No. Is not. No, no, no. Wait, no. like, what? And I was like, what do you want, woman? Like, what, what is that it mean? that you are wanting? And so, yeah, she she literally is, like, sad. And she's like, I thought you were more than that. And he, yeah, well, he literally what? was like, well, I would like to, like revisit this topic about introducing yeah. myself to your dad and she's like please god oh no i can't over my dead body again all oh this my god. and it's so childish and what it's, is more yeah. than a boyfriend like tell me do you want to be engaged like literally there's no label above like, that like significant other and partner are like a different way to say that you're together <laughs> without being labeled yeah. but she wants more than that and i'm just i'm trying to understand what bella wants here because there's a lot of books moving forward from here and what is it that she wants them to be called or to be right so really weird also really weird ugly outfit is happening oh oh my god no i'm getting there i'm getting there i'm <laughs> okay, getting there okay. i'm getting there i'm getting there i'm getting there we covered oh honey i'm getting there <laughs> okay so whoa that was me okay. slapping my legs <laughs> yes i love it um <laughs> um <laughs> yes okay more than that okay strange okay yeah all right so um he they're talking about it he's like yeah let's like i want to you know be around introduce me to charlie blah, blah blah i would love you to meet my family today oh damn i and she's like all right great like well i need another human moment let me go upstairs so she goes upstairs <laughs> she gets okay she gets dressed <laughs> out of her <laughs> oh yeah it's getting it. real yeah, raucous on a tuesday ahead. night <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So she she goes upstairs and she's trying to find um, an outfit, a meeting meeting the parents and you know outfit. And so what does she come up with? She comes up with a long khaki skirt, <laughs> a long khaki skirt, with and her, a like her thin frame she has too. There ain't right. no booty in that frame. Right. Thin khaki skirt and a, a blue blouse that Edward had complimented once. Which I'm imagining like some gross, sounds terrible, but it's like some gross like Hollister blouse with like, it's got that's the half exactly, button up. Yes, that's and exactly it's like what a, I was it's picturing. Like a female version of the Henley, but it was like yes. tight in that weird ribbed fabric. Yes. I think it's because that's probably what she wears in the movie a that, lot. But no, but that was that exactly. That was a khaki skirt. Just a nightmare. It's a, a, ter- a Goodwill find <laughs> gone wrong. That was exactly what I was picturing was just like early 2000s, like, okay, let me look nice. Let me grab my khaki skirt. And then what happens? She goes downstairs. Oh my God. And she goes, okay. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. And she goes, wait, wait, I have to pull up the exact line. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Give me one second. All right, here we go. Okay. Uh, I ended up in my only skirt. <laughs> Long, khaki-colored, still casual. I put on the dark blue blouse he'd once complimented. A quick glance in the mirror told me my hair was entirely impossible. So I pulled it back into a ponytail. Another thing, I'm also... She hasn't dried it or anything, so I'm imagining just, like, a greasy, like, straight, (laughs) pulled back, drippy, like, ponytail. Okay. Okay. I bounced down the stairs. I'm decent. He was waiting at the foot of the stairs, closer than I'd thought, and I bounded right into him. More bounding. More bounding. He steadied me, holding me a careful distance away for a few seconds before suddenly pulling me closer. Wrong again, he murmured in my ear. You are utterly indecent. (laughs) 
one should not look so tempting. It's not fair. <laughs> okay, a khaki, a long khaki skirt is not indecent. I think that that blue blouse does it for him. It's got to be the it's blue the blouse shirt. Oh my god! He wants also, to do her in that shirt. I get that he's just trying to tell her. This is his human coming out again. And his fancy man. His he's kind fancy, of a fancy human man. man coming out. He's just trying to tell her, like, he's sexy. Like, but come on, Edward. Oh, your age is showing. You're better than this. You've Nobody seen says women that. that are dressed in a hotter oh way than she is right yeah, now. But again, 12-year-old Aubrey. And maybe his bar is low. I mean, for I, her, maybe he's like, you wore that damn outfit yesterday. You look indecent today with this khaki skirt. <laughs> oh my god! I think he's just like, for mm. him, it like it. She's like kryptonite. He, she's just. But honestly, though, when I read that line as a twelve-year-old, once again, <laughs> grew up deep in modesty culture. I one hundred percent had this outfit as a twelve-year-old. <laughs> this wrecked my raging baby hormones. I just, like, I would have given anything to have somebody tell me that I looked tempting and indecent in my long-ass <laughs> Did you wear that outfit skirt. every day after reading um, it? You're like, actually, I'm never not wearing this. So I didn't have, actually, I didn't have a long khaki skirt. I did have, do you remember gauchos? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no, Aubrey. I had, um, oh. I had black gauchos that cut off like mid-calf oh yeah and I did wear them with one of those like Hollister kind of shirts and oh I thought I was the shit in high school I just wore a lot of corduroy and velvet and it was a nightmare oh yikes I hate both those fabrics with the deep intensity at this point (laughs) in my life oh man yeah so okay so Edward's trying you know he's trying the moves um (laughs) and then uh he uh you know they're getting ready they're gonna go out And then he kisses her again. And she fucking faints. Again. (laughs) Worst kisser I can imagine. Like, I'm sorry, like, she faints as liberally as I poop and throw up. (laughs) Like, she, maybe that's her thing. She just needs to stop. She needs to get this figured out. She needs to take some iron pills. She's anemic. Something is happening. Dude, I don't know. Okay, so they make it to um, the Cullen house. And we have the most awkward introduction i can imagine basically they walk through the door everyone is there i get it they're nervous it's fine my family did this to sean we all just like waited (gasps) oh no yeah oh no they were super hyped they were like we love him already i mean that's good but like everything why were they oh it's so rough it's just because it's a big family it's a big family thing Mm. you're like i'm getting all of my kids out of their rooms because they got to make sure (laughs) to see this person at least once before they go do all their own shit and uh yeah this is the moment Oh my we'll leave goodness. you alone after this. Oof. I don't yeah. know. I guess my parents were very kind of like hands. I mean, they, they were very involved in my life and they were very like present. But I think when it came to stuff like with other like romantic stuff, they were pretty hands off. I think it's because they knew I would like kill them if they tried <laughs> anything else. Like I remember the first like first boy, hi May, shout out, who like picked me up from my house in his big fucking red truck to take me to the movies. Um, he like came to the door fully expecting to like see my parents. Yeah. And my parents just stayed in the living room and they were like, bye, have fun from the other room. And I so appreciated that. And he oh. kind of looked like, what, what? Like, am I gonna? And I was like, no, it's fine. Let's go. Let's go. Let's fucking go. 
Um, so anyway, awkward. Anyway, I just, to, to me, I imagine this as just like real Oh, it is super painful. awkward. Even if you're used to it, it's awkward. Yeah. So they're all kind of standing there, like, you know, they're doing the introductions and whatever. And, uh, once again, Bella's gay for Alice. Oh my gosh. So much description. She was like, damn, her form, so her much. voice. She came and oh kissed her on the cheek. Kissed on the cheek. Oh! Like, they... <laughs> for Bella, that's a... I mean, Ooh. Edward has done just slightly more than that yeah, at this point. Yeah, just ever so, so slightly. So she was like, Alice, are we down for this? Are we down? Like, are you down for open mouth kisses where we faint after? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm in the market. Um, okay, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, so most unwelcoming, well, or uncomfortable welcoming yes. party ever. Yeah. Um, and then, um, they're all kind of like, you know, standing there, kind of talking, whatever. And then um, we learned that Edward can play the piano. Edward is musical. Edward is musical <laughs> as fuck. Which is he, so hot for me. My husband's a pianist. Oh, damn. And his musicalness is a big part of my attraction to him. You, so that happened and I was like. <laughs> and I know. Yeah, okay. You ended yeah. up with an Edward. I did. I ended up In with own my way. own type of Edward, but I am not. <laughs> I. You know what? I'm not how you say conventional (laughs) so anyway but no musical yes that's hot yes so all right damn he can play the piano and then um yeah so they're just kind of talking more about the family he's playing her songs that he wrote for her like which sean did for me too so it was so nostalgic i was he was like he'd play this song all the time and then finally one time my mom was like what is this song that you're playing (gasps) And he's like, oh, I wrote this one about Kim when I was just, like, starting to pursue her and, like, really wanted to be her boyfriend. Stop it. Is it. super emotional. So this happened. Oh, There's, like, Bella's God. lullaby. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, Sean, Sean, it's happening. Oh, <laughs> it's happening my God. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so, um, yeah, Edward is musical. It's beautiful. And then they're talking more about um, his family mm-hmm. and, um, uh, he basically just kind of starts talking about Carlisle, mm-hmm. like this person who who brought them all together. Yeah, and um, we learn much more about him in the following chapters, so stay tuned. But basically, um, we just learn about like this community of people that um, we learn it. It's really really rare for vampires to gather in in that large of groups yeah. and stay together for a long time. And beyond that, it's really rare that vampires just don't give in to their base urges ever. Mm. So they're the only vampires, and there's one other family in Alaska, that don't drink humans and don't hunt humans, um, even though it, like, never fully, I guess, satisfies them. Yeah. Um, And so they just talk about this family and, like, how unique it is that, like, out of all the vampires out there, because apparently there's many, and they've existed for thousands of years, Carlisle, specifically, mm-hmm. you know, was kind of the, the like, patriarch of, of this group, was like, you know what, there's another way to live. Mm. Um, even though, like, I am this thing, I still get to choose how I want to be and who I want to be. And then he just invites people into this community with him. And they have a genuine, like honest to god family yeah and it's with the beautiful. same values and yeah and they really they're there for each other like honestly the bond that is there and like the way that the cullens are described it's like it goes beyond just like the family that you're born with and it's like truly 
the family you choose, Mm. which is so beautiful. Like I'm a person, I don't live near my family. I really wish I did. Um, like I, I love my family, um, like blood relatives, obviously like love them, but you know, when you go out on your own and like you build a life for yourself, the family you choose ends up meaning so much because those are people who don't have to love you. Those aren't people that you weren't born into. Those are the people that like you found commonality with and you like you stuck together. And that's like what the Cullens embody for me. Um, Hi, welcome to my TED talk. But it's just like, (laughs) I just find it like honestly so like the most beautiful and interesting and lovely Mm. part of the series is the idea of like, there's these monsters who don't want to be monsters. And Mm -hmm. because they don't want to be monsters and they find each other, that makes them the purest, most beautiful thing in the world. Yeah. And I love it. Mm. And that is all. (laughs) There's also a vision that Alice has. Oh, Um, about Bella? No, not about Bella. Well, there is like a secret vision that like Alice has about Bella. Yeah. And we don't know what it is. And it's super like mysterious. And we have no idea what it is yet. Yes. Um, but it's some... Edward is so weird about Alice, where yeah, he's saying she's, yeah, like, yeah. supportive of the relationship, but that's... He doesn't seem to like that, and we don't know why. Yes. Like, what is Alice's motive with their relationship? Right. Is and she we, trying to steal Bella? Right, probably. Probably. That's why he's, like, <laughs> she's the most supportive, because it gets her in the door. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, so there's something happening there. But yes. also, Alice has a vision that there are other vampires that are about to come and visit. Yes. And um, Edward's like, okay, there are these other vampires and they're coming to see what's what Mm because they know we're here. But like, don't worry because they won't go into town and kill people or anything. Like, like, even though that's in their nature and they like totally feed on humans, like they're not going to go into the nearby town. It's going to be fine. We'll take care of it. So right. like, yeah, anyway, just casual. Let's talk about something else. Like, yeah. that's literally what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it's like, like dropped mm, in real quick. Alarming. Yeah. But Foreshadowing. It's but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. We're still here. It's fine. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I love these chapters so much. I love, this is just like what makes me so excited about Twilight. Um, do you want to do recurrences, rapid yes. fire? Yes. Okay, I'll start. Point. Yes. Um, the phrase from Bella, my face gave nothing away. <laughs> <laughs> um, also with the face, face touching. Eyes. Everything between Edward and Bella are eyes. Mm, bedroom eyes. <laughs> mm. References to uh, smell or scent. Mm, Edward chuckles, smirks, smolders. <laughs> um, blood pumping or blood rushing to my face, my face mm. flushing. Electricity, baby! Ele- yes! <laughs> Edward being a fucking stalker and making me cry. Mm. Dreaming of Edward. Constantly. Yes. Uh, Bella fainting and just being the world's worst kisser. Uh, an engine purrs, which is Edward's car. New. And uh-huh. an engine roars, which is Bella's car. <laughs> so no basically, <laughs> so an allegory for Edward's budding sexuality and Bella's sexuality. <laughs> basically. <laughs> um, yeah, people tinkering with and being fascinated with cars. Mm-hmm. Chattering women and apparently chattering Jacob. Oh my god! I felt so bad. I was so like, sad. chattering is the, the kiss of death in this book by Smyer. It Dude. just means you're dead to Bella, and she describes Jacob as chattering, and I was devastated. Mm, shows what a low opinion she has. I know of she just hates Jacob. him. Uh, uh, yeah, Alice dancing and being an overall thirst trap. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> um, Charlie trying to set Bella up with Mike. Oh, poor Mike. <laughs> um, the Cullens being referred to as angels or angelic. Mm. Edward is a cold statue. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hot. Hot. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's all I had. That's great. That's all I had, too. <laughs> oh, wow. It's like we planned it. Dang. Stunning. We actually didn't. We did We're not it. being fake. We actually no. didn't plan no. it. Okay, Aubrey, hit yes. us with your hits from this chapter. I'm going to hit you so hard with my hits. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was aggressive. Okay. My hits were, and okay, I should maybe provide context to this, but breaking the touch barrier. <gasps> that was my first one, too. <laughs> yeah. Next to it, I had E. Yes, okay. Breaking the touch barrier. If you're wearing headphones right now, I'm sorry. Um, Even when it's done in the weirdest possible way with glittery skin and diamonds and fainting, I love breaking the touch barrier because I remember like any new relationship I was a part of, it always (laughs) made everything worse in that horrible stage before you know what you are. If you spend that time not touching each other... (laughs) It makes everything worse. It And by everything worse, I mean it makes me throw up more. And so therefore it's <laughs> terrible. But like, honestly, there's sometimes, even if you're just like, like there was this one guy one time we, okay, we were clearly, we were texting, we were talking, stuff was happening, sparks were flying, and we hadn't touched each other. Then we went on a friend's boat to go wakeboarding. Nice. And we were sitting next to each other and we weren't touching. And we had that horrible, like, Uh. electricity between us. So you know what I did? I reached Mm -hmm. over and I grabbed his fucking hand. And you know what that did? Started the relationship. (laughs) Take control, ladies. Touch him. This reminds me of Voldemort. I can touch you. I can touch you. Now. (laughs) yes ladies break the touch barrier stop acting like you can't touch them just fucking touch each other i mean it is consensually it is hot like yeah sean and i had like a week of him coming over during winter break which is like our all of our first dates Mm-hmm. They weren't, I mean, they weren't fully dates. They were at my parents' house because he wanted to get to know my parents and be like, hey, I care about your family. You Dude, should date me. Sean Which, equals Edward. Sean equals Edward. Basically, Sean was terrified He's to older. hold my hand because he was like, I care about her so much. I don't want her to be freaked out. Which I was pissed because every single one of my friends was like, why hasn't he held your hand yet? And I'm like, I don't know. I sit next to him every freaking night watching movies with him with With my hand hand out out. yeah the most desperate position you can be in it was awful it was like a lack of power and i was devastated but i didn't want to be the first one for some freaking reason freaking purity culture purity culture needs to die i'm sorry burn Um, it and so then finally my mom literally was like why are you guys like you guys have separate blankets like you should be sharing one blanket you know so you can hold hands under the blanket and i was like mom look at you (laughs) you're really surprising me she knows about the touch barrier yeah she knew she she 100 percent knew so then shared the same blanket finally it was like my mom (laughs) i don't even know if she shares my mom like we're on a, a couch and it's, like, definitely big enough for, like, three people. But, like, Sean is sort of close to me, but there's, like, a freaking pillow space between the two of us. No. And my, it's been, like, a week. And my mom comes over, and I'm, like, against the edge of the couch. She comes over. She sits on the arm of the couch and then drops her whole body <gasps> yes. into the space between me and the, the edge of the couch so that yes. I have to be shoved into Sean. And then she sat there for the entire movie. 
chef's And kiss. then she made us watch something else after that, and then she yes. left. And we were right up next to each other, and yes. then he held my hand. Wonderful. So I have my well mother done. to thank. Well um, done. But yes, breaking the touch barrier. Mm. Do it. The best. Break that touch barrier. Incredible. Because it's always, it like, okay, here's the thing too. Like, the even, I'm not even gonna, never mind, never mind, never mind. Break the touch <laughs> Other barrier. Hits. Other hit. Um, Edward overcoming his desire to drink Bella and becoming more acquainted with his human side. Mm. Honestly, human Edward is so cute. Like his he's like, so cute. oh, I'm good at this. Like, yeah, he's oh, so precious. Great. And his like, even, okay, even, even the line, even the line oh, no. of the, oh, you're utterly indecent. Still it's pretty still, cute. It's still cute. It's cute because it's him. It's still very much him. It's him coming in out. his own. I love it. And then um, Charlie being present. Just wanting to know what's happening in Bella's life. And I will include him being protective as a hit as well. Because yes. he just cares. Doing a great job. Kimberly. Um, yeah, mine was breaking the touch barrier. Yes. Um, meeting and finding out about the Cullen's backstories. Tell mm. me more. I'm hungry for it. I cannot wait. I'm we hoping there's it. more in front of me. If not, yes. I will stop reading these books. And I will find a book <laughs> fan fiction about the Cullen's or something. Because I want to know. One. <laughs> I will. It will mm. be very poorly written. Um, and then the next uh, hit for me was, yeah, Charlie being an angel and the best dad and taking Bella's crap. He oh literally, God. during these chapters that we read, said, Bells, you're so easy to live with. Not true. Not My God, can you adopt me? You've been a fantastic mm-hmm. father. He can use he's, multiple dads He's in the incredible. World. Yeah. So he, yeah, he's kind of just all, obviously always going to be a hit in our book unless yes. something horrible happens like he freaking disconnected the battery of her car and he's still on my yeah this year because i understand we get it um misses i'll tell you my misses first um everything that bella wears so let <laughs> yep. me list it again for you those of you who have yes, drowned yes, it yes. out because yes. you know you destroy painful I, memories don't blame like me bella. <laughs> <laughs> okay a uh, khaki skirt long Jesus. khaki skirt and the hot blue blouse mm-mm, the mm-mm, tan mm-mm. sweater with the button down underneath the tan turtleneck and inescapable jeans also yeah w- <laughs> why she na- she literally was like i put on this was on friday or whatever in the book i put on my favorite tan turtleneck <laughs> Oh, <laughs> why tan? Pick any other color. Oh god! Uh, and my inescapable jeans, which I was like, that's a bad. Adjective. Even if this is, even if this is to describe the fact that you hate having to dress for Pacific Northwest weather, it sounds terrible. Don't no. use that. Anyway, no. also Not a miss hot. for me was Bella as she's answering all of Edward's questions. Um, she's acting bored and annoyed that he's trying to get to know her. Excuse yeah, me? That's a real Also, problem. her answers are the worst. Here's her answers. He asked her about pets that she's had. I didn't mm. get to talk about this, but it really got me fired up. <laughs> um, she said that she gave up on the institution of pets. What the fuck does institution that mean? Institution of pets. Because she killed too many of her animals. Listen, my cousin, Brooke, mm. she killed so many pets. She still always... Gets pets because she loves animals because she's a regular human being who enjoys having animals. She killed them by accident like a ton as a kid. I know, but still. And also her siblings would like feed them things they weren't supposed to because oh, they were so little. No. Their family just has a really terrible track record with pets. <laughs> Brooke, I love you. You know all this is true. Um, <laughs> the pet graveyard in your childhood back- <laughs> backyard oh. was. No judgment, Brooke. But yeah, so Bella like gave up on the. She called it the institution of pets. Ridiculous. She talks about not having a romantic life and like never having been attracted to anyone before. 
everyone's attracted to someone at some level. You're so plain. You are literally white bread. Um, and then also this, I didn't get to talk about this. This gets me so fired tell up. Tell me, tell me. He asks her what her favorite color is. <gasps> and she goes, she goes, well, it depends on the day. And he's oh like, God. well, tell me. And she's like, honestly, she's like, the majority of the time, my favorite color is brown. Poop. <laughs> the color of poop is your favorite color. <laughs> and he laughs at her. Honestly, me too. too. He literally is like, your favorite color is brown. He actually says that. And and she was like, oh, yeah. It definitely is. She was like, I mean, that's the color of tree trunks and rocks and dirt. Literally, she describes it. (laughs) I love dirt. (laughs) Oh, my God. Brown? And that's why she wears all this nasty clothing. She wears her tan turtleneck, her tan sweater, her khaki skirt, because brown really just gets her there. She's so happy with brown. He's so angry with her. I I don't... so angry with her about it. And I... Justified. I'm like, Edward, I love you so much. You can't be with this girl. You can't be with this girl. I'm not here to judge anyone Uh, for their opinions and their, like, favorite colors. But if your favorite color is brown... (laughs) <laughs> Have you seen other colors? Have you seen you any blind? other color? Should we get your eyes checked? Yeah, horrible. Good God. Horrible. And she, then she could, describes oh. it for a while. She, she also tries to describe orange. the smell of creosote. I don't know what creosote is, <laughs> but she's describing it and it sounds like death. It sounds like yeah. dirt and heat and death. And she's like, I Somewhere just love I it so much be. and I miss it so much. And it's like, you know what? Mm-mm. I'm I'm done with you. Mm-mm. I would if I were Edward, I would have been like, get out, get out of my car. Yeah, go get out of my car, get out of my life. <laughs> I think you're like the most boring person ever. So anyway, that was yes. where my misses. How about yours? Okay. Um, my misses were the Cullens being awkward. <laughs> just at the like, I just reading. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Just like reading this, and I get it. It's a human coming to your turf. It's gonna be, it's gonna be awkward, but, like, they made it so weird. It's weird in the movie, too. It's, yeah, but it's, like, kind of cute in the movie. It's kind of like, like they family made it, antics. <laughs> yeah, they made it, like, they're quirky trying to be and funny. But this, this is just, like, standing mm, there, like, hello, human. Yes, yes. Rosalie hates you. She's not here. Neither is Did you know that Edward plays the piano? He's musical. Yes. Um, yeah, so I, yeah, I didn't like that. That was a miss for me. Um. Edward Stocking. Oh, yeah. I didn't even that's put that in miss. my misses. That's, that's character assassination. I refuse to believe that that is something that this character would do. Am I too invested in Edward? Yes! <laughs> do I care? <laughs> no! All right. But that's a miss. Stalking is not okay. Watching someone sleep without, without their consent is not okay. It's do not, not do it. Don't do it. It's not hot. It's not cute. It's not good. <laughs> Don't do it. Here's the thing. Going back to what I said earlier. When you sleep... It's not pretty. It's a very intimate thing. If you have the honor, (laughs) if you have the honor of seeing me sleep, you're not going to look at me the same way in the morning because you're going to be like, this bitch is gross. Mm. And I accept that. But that's the thing. If it like, if someone, if someone's going to watch you sleep, you'd better know about it. There had better be a sleepover. There had better be a conversation. Yeah. You had better be really tired and be like, hey, I'm on this love seat. I'm going to fall asleep. Is this cool? Like, yeah. there, you can't just watch somebody sleep. No, it's so creepy. Also, so violates the kind of classic vampire thing, which is they need consent to be able to come in your house. He didn't so, ask for any. Clearly So, no. apparently, Twilight doesn't follow that, which is very disturbing. Very One of the disturbing. only saving graces of vampires now stripped of them. 
Yeah. Um, Edward describes Bella's hair when she wakes up as, he's like, your hair looks like a haystack, but I kind of like it. And I'm like, God, Edward, you're so freaking weird. You've seen it so many times. That's why you like it. Whatever. Like, when I wake so up weird. in the morning, if I've worn makeup, which I don't like to wear when I sleep. Oh, you gotta wash your face um, before you fall asleep. I wash asleep. my face before I fall asleep. Sometimes I don't because it's, like, so exhausting. No. But it's really have bad. Wake- makeup yes. wipes at least by your bed. It's bad. So yeah. it will, like, I'll have black around my eyes and I'll wake no. up and I'll just know that I look horrible. Like, my hair goes everywhere. And I always tell Sean, I'm like, don't look at me. I'm a sea witch. I'm gonna take a shower. <laughs> Like, don't it's terrible. Yeah, like, don't watch me while I sleep. Don't look at me when I first wake up. Give me some time. I've been mm-hmm. married for, um, like, over three years now. I still don't want him to see me fully. Aww. Like, I like he sees me, obviously. Yeah. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to clean up because I feel like a piece of crap. Like, I'm, You're like Mrs. A great Maisel. Moment. Have you seen Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? No. Oh, my God. So, yeah, there's that whole, basically, it's that thing of, like, you can't see me when I'm, like, nasty. Like, she, I'm okay with it, but because it's like, going to happen. Yeah. But, but I, you don't I want just, to. I don't, like, I'm like, I don't, I'm not feeling myself right mm. now. Like, I'm going to take a shower and I'm going to feel great. Mm. Yeah, and I think i the same thing. I'm, well, yeah, she, like, gets up early to, like, fix her makeup <laughs> and, like, fix herself. And then she, like, pretends to be asleep again. That's really funny. Up. It's actually really funny. But, yeah, that's not something that I do because I'm, um, unapologetically myself. <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't wear and, makeup overnight, then I'm fine. Because it's yeah. like, this is my hair. It's curly. It's short now. Does whatever the heck Your it hair's wants. Your so cute. Thank you. You probably look adorable when you wake up, but it's you should, wild. You should wash your face before you yes. go to bed, just for health reasons. I always do. It's just sometimes it doesn't happen. I get it. It's just mascara, but I get it, it really bugs my eyes. Did you know I got really? Once again, I'm a professional. I got really drunk a couple of weekends ago, like more drunk than I've been in a long time. I saw my family. Grandma was drinking. Mom was drinking. Dad was drinking. Friend, like. We were drinking. I was drinking. Um, Even, so I was vomiting over the toilet. And even though I was so, like, I tripped on my way to bed. I tried to go to bed. I tripped over my suitcase. Jared had to get up and pick me up and put me in bed. I was so drunk. This does not happen. And yet. You still wash your face? I washed my fucking face. Look at you go. (laughs) Washing your face before bed is important, ladies. Yes, it so, is. And men. Everyone. Everybody. That's all I'm saying. What was your MVP? My, oh, I'm not done with my missus <laughs> Oh, you're not done with your missus. No, sorry. I got, I got real distracted. Things. I got real distracted. I can edit this in post. It's cool. Um, so Bella not including anyone in her life updates and decisions. Mm-hmm. It's dangerous. just a problem. It's, it's isolating. Dangerous. It's very isolating. It's a problem. Mm-hmm. You're not above anyone, honey. Just, right. just... Just update people. Which will continue, folks. I'm yes. sorry to tell you that the Twilight book series is about isolation. Yeah. And, and it's not healthy. It's not healthy. It's not good. If you want to see a community of people navigating these problems, watch Vampire Diaries. That's mm. about friendship and community and sharing that you're a mythical creature with everyone. We should do that next. We're going to do that next, 100%. Don't be a Bella, be a colon. Be a colon. Be in um, community. Yes. I, what what was your MVP? I want to hear it first. Uh, it was Edward. He's a hundred-year-old mm-hmm. virgin, and he knows how to be sexy and make a lady mm-hmm. faint. What a hero. What a- that was it. <laughs> yeah, was like, virgin hero. I was like, let's take a minute and just clap for Eddie. Eddie, thanks for representing the virgins of, you know, uh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Eddie, 
thank you for representing virgins everywhere. I would have appreciated this had oh. I read this before marrying my husband. It's so proud. You knew how to be sexy. Mm. And you didn't know it. And it happened. And you were proud of it. Mm-hmm. Good on you. MVP. Mm-hmm. So that was mine. I love it. <laughs> uh, mine was that fucking khaki skirt. <laughs> It was described in such detail. You know what? Freaking mess. You know what, girl? You were hideous. You were hideous then. You're hideous now. But you tempted Edward Cullen, and that's enough for me. (laughs) Oh Oh, my god! I think we did it. Did we do it? We did it. Okay. We're over halfway through. Thank you for listening so far. We just we appreciate your commitment to being cursed with us. Curse with Thank the twilight. You. Thank you for needing to talk about it with yes. us. We can't shut up over <laughs> here. So if you're coming along this journey, thank you so much. Happy Midnight Sun release day. I'm going to go read that right now. <laughs> um, love you guys. See you next time. See you soon. Bye. Hi, everybody. Thanks again for listening to I Need to Talk About It quick reminder, this podcast and everything we say is just to add some giggles to our lives. The views expressed are entirely our own. We're not affiliated with the Twilight Saga, Stephanie Meyer, or anything official. We're not official anything. We're just here for the lulls. (laughs) And we're so glad you're here to laugh with us. We also want to point out that there's a lot more happening in our world than Twilight. (laughs) Uh, We'd appreciate it if you would consider spending either some of your time or your money learning and funding the Quilete Nation or the actual city of Forks, Washington. Both groups deserve as much time and attention as their fictional counterparts in the Twilight Saga. Thanks! Bye!